Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with a most amazing panel again today. If you remember back on December 7th, which seems like a long time ago somehow, we were discussing retooling your income and looking at bringing your spiritual business into existence or into another level. And we ran out of time to discuss all the amazing topics that we had. So I brought this panel back. And as a reminder, who I have with me is Sharon Hill, who holds a bachelor's in business administration and also an MBA from Winston-Salem University. She brings 15 years of training management and sales experience. She has her own life coaching practice called It's All About You Life Coaching. And she is married and the proud mother of 10, count them, 10 children, four girls and six boys. Our second panelist is Aniston Rixton, and she spent two decades building luxury and global brands and now has a passion for helping individuals create their own brand in life. She is a transformative spiritual teacher and a mentor for entrepreneurs. She's a master at catalyzing you from stuck into inspired action that is aligned with your ultimate vision and purpose. She is the co-founder of InPower University and the co-founder of the Divine Awakening Space, a spiritual lifestyle brand. And speaking of co-founders, we have her fellow founder here with us too. The last guest on our list is her partner in love, life, and business, and the other founder of InPower University and Divine Awakening Space, Rudy Rixtons. He's spent the last 20 years coaching and building highly successful teams. He's created four startups before the age of 30, and he has a passion for both people and business. He's highly regarded in the coaching community for positive personal financial impact that he provides clients, curating the personalized plan coaching members to step into their full power with freedom, abundance, and joy. Welcome, everybody. Hi, good evening. Hi, thank you for having us here again. Thank you so much for having us and welcome. Yay, we had so much fun on the last one and ran out of time. So I'm so excited we were able to bring you all back together again today. So we had a few leftover topics to discuss, and uh, one of the big ones, I think, and I'd like to start with this one, is what about existing business owners, people who have brick-and-mortar boutiques and shops and studios for yoga and massage and this kind of stuff uh, that's been really heavily impacted by shutdown? So how do you pivot when you've got something that's been so hands-on and in person. How do you take that online? And I, I know Aniston has some thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Okay, so um, well, first of all, I think that 2020 has offered an opportunity to um, to many business owners to really think in a in a in a be innovative. <laughs> think <laughs> innovatively. Yes. <laughs> think innovatively and to really think about how they can reach their customers who 
just by no fault of their own, but just through restriction, cannot physically come into their store, right? And so this has been the way that business has been going for years. I mean, the digital age is certainly upon us, and I think it's only going to continue to grow. And so I think businesses that have been able to, to continue to thrive without having an online presence are going to be few and far between moving forward anyway. So if we look at this as a, as a grand opportunity, the good news is there are so many options out there right now for you to be able to connect with your customers in a very low cost way um, without having to necessarily you know, invest in you know, advertising and Facebook advertising and investing in, in you know, media like print media and traditional media. There are so many options out there that you can really creatively and, um, and I would also say very intimately connect with your, your existing customers. So there's always the email marketing, which I think is, is great. Because again, you can, you can have a different message every week. You can keep them updated. You can you know, share pictures. You can still um, almost do online like trunk shows of what you have in the store as long as you have an ability to ship it to them. So I would just say as long as you know who your customers are and where they are hanging out online, that would be your first step. Um, that I think is going to be the most important for you so that you're not um, wasting your time trying to speak to those that are not your customers. And so if you have a brick and mortar business and you haven't had an online presence, I would imagine that you have a very specific location where your customers live. And if that's the case, then you need to start looking at, um, you know, what are the, the demographics, the ages, and, and that would be where I, I would start for sure. Okay, so that works out really well if you have a product, but let's talk about some of these in-person service okay. uh, businesses, uh, the fitness studios, the massage studios, this kind of thing. Let's spitball a few ideas. If you had a business like this that historically you've had to put your hands onto a customer in a literal or figurative manner to provide your service, what are some options for pivoting in that kind of circumstance. Zofia, I, I want to I add something in here and, and I want to broaden this a little bit outside of the question that you're asking. Mm -hmm. Your question is brilliant because people that have to touch someone, obviously in today's climate, there's a level of concern, there's a level of anxiety, and there's also a level of unsureness as to how people are going to respond to whether you open your doors and say, we're taking X amount of corrective actionable steps. The reason I say I want to I zoom out on this a little bit any person that is in business today that is wanting to grow a following, wanting to expand the awareness for what it is that they're doing, I'm going to give them the most incredible sound advice you could possibly have. And every single person on this panel does this in their business today, but we don't talk about what we do because we do it innately. And it's so foreign to the average business person. And that is we give and we give selflessly of ourselves in service of others. And so my advice to you is if you own a fitness studio, if you own a massage business, if you have a uh, business that sells, I mean, it could be anything, boxes of socks for all I care, give and give selflessly of yourself and build your platform, whether it is going to be online, trying to attract people to your business, trying to create awareness for what it is that you're doing. But in your business, take a moment, sit back right now, and I challenge you to ask yourself, what do I do? What does my customer like? What does my customer want from me most? And then how can I give that away for free today? And I don't mean start shipping free socks, you know, in boxes away to people, but 
how can you leverage what you do, whether it is massage tips, stress tips, de-stressifiers, anything that you can give based on the information that you have just to give. Anis and I did that in COVID. All of a sudden, as with everybody, our world was rocked. And we said, what, what are we doing now? We're not victims here. How can this serve us? And we said, wow, all of our clients just disappeared overnight. All of our business went away. How, how, what can we do differently? So we did it for free. We just said to anyone that could never work with us before, come work with us right now. We have the time. And so we gave away X amount of um, appointments and bookings. And that drove tremendous results, not because we were trying to do it. It was, we just had the time. We wanted to do something. And so that was a great reminder for me. And I, I strongly urge anyone in business to do that. Look at your business. How can you serve? How can you give? And how can you just lovingly want to serve for the betterment of other people? And in that, you will find your name will grow, your business will grow. And then most importantly to me, your fulfillment and joy is going to grow in the process. I think that is an important point. It's, it's sort of like free samples. If, if you're in the deli section, right? They've got this new thing in there, right? They do get, they give out little samples of what it is so that they can sell it. And this is sort of the online equivalent of that in a lot of ways. I agree completely. And also, um, one of the things that helped me, because I haven't, you know, I used to give hug therapy before the pandemic hit. And one thing my grandmother always told me, she said, Sharon, there's a planting time and there's a harvest time. And so I found myself in COVID trying to figure out how I can plant seeds and what I can do to give and what I can do to force the universe to respond to me. And, you know, when, when I could not physically touch people, what I realized that I had to do was start to educate them on hug therapy and show them how to do it themselves in their own living room via Zoom. So Exactly. With their own people that they're already in a COVID bubble with. Yes. <laughs> so it, to, for me, you know, when you are trying to, you know, make sure that you're transferring or transforming your business you got to spark creativity. You got to be allowing your mind to get creative so that you can say, like uh, Rudy was saying, what do my customers want? And let me see if I can give it to them. So you're creating a thirst. So once the thirst is there, you have the water. So absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Exactly. Well, and, you know, kind of thinking about like your massage therapist, for example, it's like, well, you know, I literally take knots out of people's shoulders. Uh, and you can't do that very effectively right now. And there's a lot of risk in face to face and even cleaning and masking and all that kind of stuff. So what do you do? And what came into my mind is a lot of us are stuck at home with significant others who could maybe do that if they knew something about how to make it happen. And so my mind starts to go to things like, you know, here, here's, you know, 10 simple ways you can unknot your shoulders or something like that as a giveaway. But then also to offer things like a couple's massage class. So you can teach them how to work on each other, right? And so you still get paid for your knowledge and your information ultimately, but you don't have to touch the people to make it happen. <laughs> I like that. So let me think here. What, what other pivots could we suggest to a brick and mortar? Okay, so 
that's a thought for a massage therapist. Uh, if we're looking at a gym, what, what, what would a gym owner and baby want to look at? I think that, um, along the same lines as what you were talking about with massage therapy, um, I actually know personally, some, um, people that are in the fitness industry that have actually done very well this year only because they transferred everything onto a YouTube channel or, um, or they actually started a, like a a challenge online that someone could, could join for a minimal fee, especially if you already have pretty loyal customers. I think by finding ways to continue to add value to them, some of it being gener- out of generosity and then some of it being paid for, I feel like um, people are very open to right now. And then the other thing I would say is that um, is, is really is looking for, for partnership opportunities and connection. You know, the good news is if you're a business owner, you're not alone. Every single business <laughs> owner and entrepreneur on the planet right now is figuring out how can we make this work? And I feel like when you can... Um, figure out ways to, to join forces. So say you have a massage, you know, you're into massage therapy, um, but you have, you know, someone who's also a Reiki healer and you know, someone who's also into um, holistic health. Okay. Well, what could you do together? Because you all three have different audiences. And so then you're going to be able to pull all those audiences together and add tremendous value in ways that, that you wouldn't just get just going to a massage therapist or just going to a holistic or naturopath. Does that make sense? So I feel like partnerships and connection is, is really key for any business owner right now. Yeah. So it's a good time to open up your Rolodex and go, hmm, what could we do together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I find groups are really super helpful for like spitballing stuff <laughs> because somebody will come with a thought that it's like, that wouldn't, well, no, it, let's explore that for a second. <laughs> All right. Excellent. So yeah, I like that idea of opening up and reaching out to the folks in your Rolodex because we don't have to go through it alone. And it's, it's part of being resourceful, I think, is remembering that we have these connections that we can tap for information, for ideas, for partnership, for cross-pollination, and uh, even for help over the technical hurdles. I think a lot of that is, is kind of what I want to say intimidating if that if you haven't been in that world before Mm -hmm. do any of you have advice if you're just starting to wade into this world on kind of how to how to get going and where are the best places to to begin this adventure because there's a lot out there there's facebook there's pinterest there's instagram there's tiktok there's email lists there's summits there's all these different things as you start to dig into online marketing, where's the best place to start for someone who's not used to all this? So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question and not in the way that you, you asked it. You asked, where's the first place to start? And the first place to start is in your mindset. And, mm-hmm. and selfishly, I'm a mindset coach. So my, my head goes there. But, but I think that what, what business owners can do right now is take a moment to pause and then ask themselves, if what I am experiencing is happening in this moment, then it is happening for me. And if it is happening for me, then what is the benefit here for me? And from that perspective, you are now in a position where you create a cohesive left-right brain where you can think between the two functionings, the logical brain and the creative brain. And then that will move you into a space where you are more prepared to be able to do what you actually asked in your initial question. 
to which I'm going to default to my wife because that's her side of our business. Smart man. <laughs> well, Shale, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to default to Sharon in a minute too, because I would love to hear what she has to say about this. I think that um, to kind of build on what Rudy said, there are so many options out there. And I, I don't, I would be very wary of any strategy or any person that says, and this is the only way, because that is just not true. There are so, so many ways to succeed and it can, but on the flip side, it can be very overwhelming because you're thinking, well, I don't want to make the wrong choice. Right. But if you, if you allow yourself the time to kind of check in and follow your intuition, as an example, I, um, when we, when we, this year, when this happened and we said, okay, well, let's just use this time to really build up our, our audience and start to connect with more people. We, we decided to host a summit. Now I know that's a, a pretty common thing right now, but for us, we, we, we love connecting with people and we thought this would be a great way for us to network, to be able to connect with other people in our field and uh, those that are serving and learn from them and, and have them as part of our, you know, our, our little crowd, you know, that we spend time with, but also um, it gave us an opportunity to, to really meet a lot of their audience that we never would have met otherwise. So that was a very quick way for us to uh, generate an email list and an audience without costing us really any money. So that was great for us. Yeah. Well, and you guys are, are a little bit techie, so that is easier to do if you've got some tech expertise in house. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We are, we're coming up on our first break and I want to hear what Sharon has to say about this. So I'm going to ask you to, to kind of organize your thoughts over the break. And if you're out there listening to us, well, if you're hearing my voice, you are definitely out there listening to us. I would invite you to take a pen and paper and to spend some time around Rudy's suggestion, around the question of, okay, let's shift out of this is happening to me to this is happening for me. What are the opportunities that this shift, this tectonic shift, this chaos is opening up for me? Because the beautiful thing about a storm like this coming in is it clears out the stuff you no longer need. And it gives you space to build up something new and radically different. So spend a few minutes with your pen and paper and see where your opportunities lie and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life within a Realm. 
find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with my panel of amazing business people, Aniston Rixton, Rudy Rixton, and Sharon Hell. And before we went on the break, we were talking about if you're going online for the first time, where do you start? You know, where do you start finding your your tribe and pulling together your people and and being able to put yourself in front of uh, faces and hearts and ears and minds and things? And we got some good advice from Rudy and Aniston. And now I want to hear from Sharon. Well, thank you. Um, One of the things that I was thinking about as far as a place to start, I have always grown up with mentors, people who just have good, solid advice, who are successful in their businesses and who have gone through the test of time and ups and downs and, and how important it is to still keep focused and to still keep yourself positive. Um, so the research, I would suggest doing some research on who's doing what you're doing and doing it successful, even in a pandemic. Because those individuals you want to follow, you want to reach out to them. You got to have some courage. And it doesn't matter if they're millionaires or billionaires. Try to figure out if there's a book or a class that they're holding or information that they're giving, something that they're doing that is assisting them with being successful in the pandemic, doing what you're doing. So that would be my suggestion. I think that's a fabulous suggestion. And the, the thing I was going to recommend goes back to Aniston's resourceful opening of her Rolodex. Because a lot of times the answer is, is pretty obvious once we start to take uh, an inventory of the resources available to us. You know, if you've got a grandchild or a kid who rocks it on TikTok, harness that. <laughs> Don't worry about whether, you know, is it should it be Facebook or like, no, no, harness that right there. You've got a resource, use it to its maximum potential. Because really, the most effective thing you can do is the thing that you will do. I, I love that so, so, so much. Um, I wanted to share something that that popped in my mind while you were speaking, Zofia, you know, um, 
you're talking about all these platforms and you mentioned TikTok and obviously we've mentioned before Facebook and we've mentioned Instagram and we've mentioned email campaigns and it's extremely overwhelming because you don't know where to start. You're behind the airport. Everybody else is doing it and you feel like you're now only getting to the party. But it's never been easier than it is right now to do any of these things because there are trailblazers. There are people that have done that. And so something that Sharon mentioned was find a mentor. But what I want to add on to what she had said is that every single one of these people right now have got masterclasses for free online. We're an hour here, an hour there, where you can get the very actionable steps to be able to do it. The only thing I want to add in there is that I believe that in anything that you're doing, you need to create it with consistency. And so it's a word that we don't use often enough in business, especially con- mm-hmm. uh, spiritually based business. Well, and, and especially uh, online business. Absolutely. Yes. And so if you're filming a video, if you're sending an email, if you have anything, make sure you create consistency, consistency in colors, consistency in tone, consistency in deliverance, consistency in service, and then obviously consistency in, in how you approach what it is that you're doing. But your audience I, will grow organically just because of that. I met a guy and last I, week. Oh, I have one more I want to add to your list. Consistency in when you do it. Yes, that was absolutely. the number one thing my producer uh put into my mind as I was putting together this radio show. He's like, whether you do a radio show or a podcast or whatever format you do, make sure you always deliver the same time, the same day of the week and don't miss. Absolutely. And that is a beautiful message. The, the, the thought I was finishing was I met a gentleman in my coaching program about a week or two weeks ago, and he came to me for some advice. And he said, you know, I need help building my business. He says, I have 100,000 people that follow me on Facebook. I have 10,000 people on YouTube and I have so many. He's like, I just need to get bigger. And I was like, you have 100,000 people on. I was like, how did you get 100,000 people? He goes, oh, it was easy. He said, I published one video every day for 10 years. Exactly. Now all he has to do is like actually ask them for money. <laughs> yeah. Consistency. Consistency. Huge. I would add on to, on to everything that you guys just said. I totally agree with. Um, I think you've really got to figure out it's, it really comes down to what you feel like you're naturally good at and how you like to communicate. So Rudy and I, we would much rather do a video or an interview or a podcast interview um, versus sitting and just writing emails all day. Some people really love to write. I love to write. I just don't enjoy writing emails. That's just like, you know, (laughs) that's not my thing. And so I think it's, it's, you know, pick the thing that, you know, you will be okay with doing that's sustainable for you, that you're not going to want to like poke your eyeballs out every time you do it, because you're setting yourself up for a, a, you know, a painful life. And this is your business. This is supposed to be something that you can set up on your terms. And so I would say, yeah, just be really true. Be very real with yourself. Don't do something because you think you have to, because everybody else is doing it. Find out what you do really well and then do it better. Like just continue to like get better at that. Exactly. So if you're a writer, you know, look at where you can blog, where you can publish articles, emails that you can send out to your list. How do you, how can you grow and cross pollinate your list with other people who like to blog and do that sort of thing? And if you're not a writer, which I'm one of these people who claims I'm not a writer, I'm told I'm a good writer, but I don't feel like it. And it's not something that brings me joy. Um, Do videos and then you can have someone else turn them into articles if you feel you need something written someplace. Yeah. 
because you could borrow that. You don't have to wear all the hats. <laughs> that is so true. And the only thing I would also add is, you know, um, before I started doing Facebook lives or even attempting to try to, you know, get on a video, I was dealing with a lot of self-doubt of, am I going to say the right thing? How's my hair looking? All the vanity stuff that comes along with it. <laughs> Are they going to notice this hair that's grown out of the bottom of my chin? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think I have some food in my teeth and I'm alive and it's not going to look good if I pick it out right now. <laughs> but one of the things that even some of my clients, they have a business and they're wanting to do, uh, you know, videos and podcasts, but their confident level is not quite there. So what I would like to say to those individuals um, practice and just play with it and just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. You don't have to do it live, but you can have a phone. Just do videos on your phone. Just keep doing it so that you can get comfortable with doing it. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be surprised on how you just step out there because my phrase is, you know, jump off the cliff and grow your wings on the way down. And you'll <laughs> be surprised on how people will respond to you. My very first video, I didn't think anybody know what I was doing and I didn't think anybody would be listening. And then when you look back on the views, you say 500 people, where did this come from? Yeah, wait, how did this happen? So just know and have a lot of uh, courage because even in the transition, sometimes we have to, you know, do some things we're not used to doing and try some things we're not used to trying. But just know that your business is needed and everything that you're doing is for the world. And sometimes we have to be com uncomfortable, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oh, yes. Th those are some real words of wisdom right there. Be, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a stretch, even if it's something that feels like it should be in your wheelhouse. Uh, the thing that, that popped up for me as you were going through that that I want to share because I'm a recovering perfectionist, and I know many of us are. Um, it's not important to be perfect in your video. In fact, you're much more approachable, and people engage with you more and like you a whole lot more when you're not perfect, when you have those little human moments when the dog pokes in and says, hey, I want a biscuit, right? <laughs> Or, or, you know, you do end up with, you know, green stuff in your teeth. Okay, she's a human being. Yes, she had her salad and <laughs> we'll just fix it. I love that. I, I think the one detail that I would mention as you're putting stuff out there is remember to give them a way to find you later. So make sure you've got your email address or a phone number or a website or something so that people can find you later once they've fallen in love with you. Let's see. So let's talk about strategies for building online audiences. Aniston. <laughs> Always me first. Okay. Always you. Well, you are the online business guru here. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Okay. There are so many ways. Again, going back to all I see right now is just opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. And um, I'll start by saying again, there are many, many ways to go about this. And they none of them necessarily have to require you spending money 
And in fact, I would, I would advocate that you don't spend money right away trying to pay for leads because, you know, whether you call it leads and audience, whatever that is, because there are so many ways that you can do it without having to pay money to get you started. You do not have to have a massive audience in order to have a business. I'm going to repeat that. You do not have to have a massive audience in order to have a business. And I, I will second that because yes. I worked with a copywriter who makes an amazing income and he, he charges top dollar. And I think his email list is like 350 people. Sit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so if you can figure out, you know, and again, I'm, I'm speaking more for those that are, for instance, in service-based businesses, if you're online and, and you're really trying to build out an audience that you can then, um, you know, have them get, get to know you and connect with you and see what you're all about and then be able to sell them a service. So if that's the case for you, you need to really think about what can I do? What can I give again? And that, and that uh, spirit of generosity, what can I give to them that I know is going to be of value and, you know, use it as an opt-in offer. You do not have to have a fully blown out website. You do not have to have anything fancy like that. Even just a one page um, landing page where you're able to say, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. And here, you know, put your name and email in to get this opt-in. It's as easy as that. You can also go the social media route. Now I will say social media is so broad. It's a little bit harder to target down. So if you're really trying to find, again, this is about quality, not so much quantity. You could, there are people out there that have hundreds of thousands of people that follow them on social media that have zero business because they're not targeting very specific people. They're not figuring out where are my customers and speaking to them. So that would be the other thing I would say is that it's not only what, you know, what you're offering as an opt-in, it's how are you communicating with your audience? So they'll know that you're talking directly to them. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on our last episode in terms of how you you can really table your messaging to be very specific so they know who do you serve and what are you about. And that's where you need to start, you know, and everything that you do online, there needs to be that call to action where they can opt in for whatever free offer you have, or they can come to your website and some some way for you to collect your leads. Yes. You, you have to invite them to your party at some point. Yes, you <laughs> yes. have to invite them to your party. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to sell to them right away. In fact, I do think that, um, you know, the average person needs, I think it's anywhere from like uh, four to 12 touch points before they'll actually purchase from you. Now, when you think about it that way, that gives you some perspective because when people get really discouraged, they think, oh, I'm getting these leads, but nobody's, you know, I'm I'm sitting in on email or these social media posts and no one's responding and no one's asking to get on a call with me. Well, yeah, they're just getting to know you. It's like dating. They're not going to marry you right away. They need to see what you're about. They need to see the consistency and they need to see how, how do you communicate with people? What do you give? And when you show up and you just show up in the best way that you can, they're going to fall in love with you. And then they're going to trust you. And then they're going to want to work with you when the time is right for them. Yeah. One, one of my favorite um, copywriters, if you were to get on his email list, you would find that he sends an email every day, but it's not like buy my stuff. It's like, here's what's going on in my life. And here's how it correlates with marketing. This is the lesson that came out of, you know, the fact that the dog spilled its, its food bowl all over the kitchen and, you know, chaos ensued afterwards. <laughs> but he always tied it back into how this relates to the marketing of your business. And then maybe he'd have something in the PS that's like, uh, you can, you know, get on my list for this uh, class that I've got coming out. And 
But every day I looked forward to getting his emails because you would hear, you know, what's going on in his world and, you know, how's the dog doing and, <laughs> and that kind of stuff, which is a really nice connection to have, as well as I learned a little something about marketing along the way. I completely agree. And some of the things, there was a, one of my mentors is Mr. Joel Dudley Sr. And he wrote, a, you know, had a CD and wrote a book on how to become a millionaire with 100 customers. And he was so adamant about how people really do want to know that they matter to your business. I mean, he would go out of the way to get to know their kids, out of the way to get to, and send little um, online things or cards in the mail, because he's, he's 83 now, but so he would send <laughs> cards in the mail, happy graduation. He kept up with his customers, even on their social media, and when there's something happened, he was engaged. You have to be engaged with the people who you want to serve, because the more you care about them, the more loyalty they're going to have with you. They're going to be like, no, see, you know, Rudy knows me. You know, he, if I talk to Rudy, he'll understand my point of view because he knows me. Yeah. So getting to know the people who, you know, you're engaging with online and looking at their social pages and, and interacting with them. And it's not always a sale, but it's always, you know, having people know who you are as a person and letting them know that you care about what's going on in their lives. Yeah, and some of them become the most amazing uh, ambassadors that a body could want. I, I've got a couple of uh, students at the moment that they're, they're doing more for me marketing-wise than I've ever been able to do for myself. It's like, all right, awesome, yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, go. Do you have any words of wisdom, Rudy? I just wanted to add, and I know we're coming up on a break shortly, but I wanted to add and just say that, you know, I mentioned consistency earlier, but when I talk about consistency, I don't just mean consistency in how many times do you post in consistency and, you know, the colors you, you put into your posts, it's consistency in everything. If you're going to stand up front and say, I'm here to be of service, then don't try and sell straight away. You consistently need to serve. And if you say that, you know, I'm a good guy, I'm here to help you, then consistently help people because at the point where you ask for a sale, you don't want the relationship to shift drastically. You know, you need to be who you are from the beginning all the way through to the end. Right. And it, it shouldn't be like this unbalanced surprise kind of thing. Absolutely. All right. Well, we are coming up on a break here. And what I'd like to invite you to do out there in the listening audience, uh, you've got your pen and paper from earlier. What I'd like you to do is spend a little time being resourceful over the break and just make a quick list of people you could contact uh, and people that you know in your, your sphere, in your family, in your friends who are actually pretty good at the social media stuff and start that list of resources so you can have some of those discussions. And we'll be right here after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. 
Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Inner Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with the amazing powerhouse business panel of Sharon Hill, Rudy Rixton, and Aniston Rixtons. And... I'm so glad you stayed with us through the break. Before the break, we had been discussing ways to build online audience and Aniston had something she would like to share. And I, I, I love hearing this because one of the things that does get a lot of traction in online groups is doing things like challenges and, and that sort of activity. So go ahead and share what came to you, Aniston, and maybe that'll spark some ideas for some people. Sure. And again, this, this really goes back to, to following those intuitive nudges. I f- firmly believe we all receive them and it, the difference is whether you actually act on them. It's one of those where you get the idea, you're like, that would be so cool. And one day I had just finished a meditation and I was writing in my journal and I received the idea of like, you need to start a virtual intention group. And I, and Rudy and I are bi- big believers in the power of intention and we live our lives very intentionally we also have studied the, the power of actually group intention when you, yeah. when groups of people come together and like the power the of time. eight. Yeah. A hundred percent, the power of eight, um, the intention experiment. So we thought, wouldn't it be fun if we just, we threw it out there to our, to our, you know, our, our audience and, um, and to see if anyone would be interested. And I thought, you know what, I'll just host a quick, like little webinar kind of explaining what this is. And then if they want to do it, great. And, um, and honestly, it has been the biggest blessing, not only for, um, a huge group of, of 
of women. And now we have a couple of men who have joined, which is amazing. And of course, Rudy, <laughs> um, <laughs> but what, what has been really interesting to me is that these are all, all of these people are, 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 there are demographic and, and they are so appreciative and they love it. And they come every single week and we have gotten to know them intimately. We've gotten to know them before we've even, you know, they've even become part of our, our coaching groups. And now they are starting to sign up, but just organically because they know who we are. They trust us. They understand where our heart is and what our values are. And, um, I think that, that there's something that is so simple about when you have something that you get this inspiration, you think, you know what, I wonder if this might be something interesting for my, for the, for the small audience I have, if they would be interested in joining me in this. And I think you will be surprised. And this is, this is what it is to really form connections and connection is currency. Exactly. Well, and that's what Sharon was talking about earlier, really getting to know your people and getting closely engaged with them and having a common goal like that is fabulous. And if you have a goal, there's probably a bunch of people out there who also have that same goal, whether it's meditating every morning, losing a certain amount of weight, exercising on a regular basis, whatever it is. Uh, I think you mentioned a lady who decided she was going to read the Bible over the course of the year or a, a, a push-up challenge. I want to be able to do 100 push-ups in a row by the time I get to the end of the year. These kinds of things people are, are thrilled to join into. Absolutely. I want to add something just to bring it back to, to people that are listening and wanting to know tangible things that they can do to drive revenue, because we're yeah. talking about give, give, give. And I fully believe when you first give, you will absolutely receive. And yes, just to bring business back into it for a second, if you have to think about giving anything, and then when you start selling and you're selling something with a giving mindset, you give more than what it is that you initially would have given. And so you create value. And when you create value, we create what we always refer to as raving fans. And I want you to think about the greatest advertising in the history of the world. And that is a raving fan. Absolutely. Because when you have someone that loves what you do, you have somebody that loves what you sell, or you have somebody that bought something from you and they feel like they got more than what they paid for they are going to go to tell every single person they can get their hands on yep. about this incredible product, this incredible experience, this incredible service. And so again, just to bring it into a tangible step, right? I'm a coach. I don't sell a product, right? I sell a mindset. I sell emotion. I sell, uh, you know, life advantage steps, building steps. But when I offer anything free in the program, in the sense of I'm going to give you 30 minutes of my time, I schedule an hour or I schedule an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And so they're expecting 30 minutes. They're coming into a 30 minute, but then we go to 45 minutes and they start saying, Oh, I'm sorry. I've taken too much of your time. And I'm like, no, no, let's keep going. And then at an hour, <laughs> we're on like, a good roll here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then again, you were just giving and giving and giving. And then after an hour and a half of you giving, you're in a position where you can turn around and say, would you like to join my program? Because they don't feel like you said, so we're at 28 minutes now. I've got two minutes reserved to tell you about my package. And, and why don't you pull out your credit card right now and yeah, put, put a little bit more money in the machine. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, question for you, because we've talked about a lot about giving, 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 and I know there's uh, some fear out there of like giving away the farm. How, how do you balance your giving so that you're not giving away the farm and they're getting all the milk and they don't want to uh, interact with you further? 
You see, I feel like you asked me that question because my, my wife shared a story with you beforehand and she probably didn't, but I'm going to go ahead and give it to you anyway. So I'm intuitive. I, she, she shared it through my super consciousness. <laughs> so I, uh, I created uh, what well, we did in our business, but I created an, an online course um, about mastering yourself and then mastering the physical world around you. And I was so excited about this course that I immediately jumped into the action stage, right? Where I was like, let's create a webinar. And so I created a three hour webinar and it was amazing. And I put all this content in and I invited hundreds of people to join. And it really was phenomenal. And at the end, two people signed up and a couple of my friends came back to me and uh, they said, Rudy, man, that was brilliant. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I don't understand. I feel like it was so good. I put so much work into it, blood, sweat, and tears. And, you know, only two people joined my entire program. And they're like, I'm surprised anybody did. And I'm like, but you just said it was good. And they're like, yeah, you, you gave it all away. You did. Yeah. You flattened them with a fire hose. They're, they're completely sated. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so the answer to your question is trial and error, you know, just, do it one day when you do too much, pull back. When you do too little, put more in. And the truth is it's going to be a dance because that's what life is. And it's always about creating the right amount of value uh, with the right amount of, uh, I would say, of service. Absolutely. So speaking of shifting into the revenue generation aspect of this, I, I know what we've been talking about. There are people out there going, this is a long way to go to get a dollar. <laughs> um, and so I'd like to, to hear from you guys. Is this really a long ways to go to get a dollar? Doesn't have to be. Um, I, I think a lot of it, to be honest, I think the, the biggest hurdle is between your left ear and your right ear. It's, like, it's, it's, it's you really getting comfortable with starting before you think you're ready to start because that will be your biggest, one of your biggest roadblocks is that. And then it will be potentially imposter syndrome because you're going to think, well, am I ready? Am I qualified? The truth is that you just got to get out and do the thing that's hard, which is talk to people and connect with people. And the minute you start getting your message out there, you will start to connect with people. And it's a numbers game. The more people you talk to, the more you get it out, the more, the more refer, you know, the more, the more connecting that you do and the partnerships that you try and form, it will happen. But if you drag your heels and you wait and you wait and you try to get everything perfect and everything ready around the business that like your yeah. website itself and, will and not you make talk you talk to people once a month or something. Yeah. You're no. not, no, you've you got to do the thing you've got to start. Yeah. And you've got to start making offers um, to Rudy's point. I, I think that, you know, it, this is all about ener- energetic exchange and it's not you, what you don't want to do is get into that place of like, just, yeah, give, 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 and not make anything back. Cause that's going to drain you, drain your resources for sure, but also drain you energetically. Right. And it's important that you express that to your clients as well. And that you know what your worth is. And so once you, once you can stand in that place of like, I know what my worth is, I know what I, you know, what I, my time is worth. Um, and then you start to see the impact that you have on people. It will get easier. That first one will always be the hardest. Absolutely. So how do we get comfortable with shifting from giving mode into a more balanced um, energy exchange, which is sales conversation? Rudy. (laughs) So sales to me is, is one of the most exciting parts of business and people all too often when they talk to me about sales, they're nervous or they're scared and they're insecure. And 
I have to, to often remind my clients that it's really important to get comfortable with what it is that you're doing and understanding that the reason you're doing it is because there's a need for it. And if there's a need for it, then there's a value associated to that need. And that when you are offering anything, a product and or a service, people will pay for it if they believe that there's value for what it is that they are purchasing. And so you can have one person selling one product for $100 and this, another person selling an almost identical product for $1,000. And people will buy the $100 and the $1,000 respectively based on where they place the value in that. But the person selling it needs to be confident in what it is that they are offering and the price that they're offering it at. And knowing that if someone's buying it, then that means that there's a service in it. And when people get no for an answer for something that they're selling, it's very rarely the price. And this is why I mentioned the hundred to the thousand dollars. It's your level of confidence and or more importantly, and most often the case, the insecurity behind the offer. Meaning if you say, I've got a product and it's a, uh, it's, uh, you know, I mean, a hundred dollars, then no one's going to be confident in what it is. But if you sit back and say, Hey, listen, I'm going to be offering you this. This is what it's going to feel like to have it. These are the benefits for having it. And it's a thousand dollars. And I already know the value in it because I've experienced it. And I really want you to experience it too. So is that going to be cash check or credit card? Then people are going to be more inclined to say, you know what, that's great. I want that because you gave them the steps of what it would feel like, look like, and then what they're going to achieve and then be able to pay for it. But You know what? I want to step back from what you just did for a second and, and look at the meta of what just happened there. Because you, you laid out how they're going to benefit, what it's going to do for them, what that's going to look and feel like, right? Which brings this emotional response forward. But then you didn't ask them, do you want it? Yes or no. You said, will it be cash, credit, or check? People all of all of these say, answers are yes answers, correct? <laughs> absolutely. The, the, the number one reason that people don't buy is because you don't ask for the sale. That's literally a fact. The number one reason people don't buy from you is because you, you fail to ask for the sale. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, I, I think, pull back for that because it feels like it's this, um, this moment of no return. If you ask for the sale, then they have to answer you and then you might actually end up with that no that so many people dread i think that people need to look at the no as uh, more tactic feedback of getting you closer to the yes and i don't mean some kind of of punishment where you like getting no's because no one likes that but if i'm talking to somebody about any product at any time and they say no to me i realize i didn't do my job then i go back how could i have done that better and then I go back at it again. And then I go back at it again until I do what exactly I said before. I create value. I show you what it's going to look like and feel like to have and use it. I talk about the benefits of it. And then I ask if you want it again. And if you say no, then I'm like, how did I get that? And then I go back through the process again. Yeah. And technically, you didn't ask them if they wanted it. You asked them how they would like to acquire it. <laughs> the number one reason people do buy assumptive clothes. <laughs> One of the things I'd like to add is that when um, I was working for a company, we actually had to work door to door. Mm -hmm. So not only did you have to overcome the fear of going up to that big door and pushing the door bell. And, and, and struggle with that. I hope they're home. I hope they're not home, right? <laughs> I hope nobody's home. Don't answer the door. If you open the door, I might have to open my mouth. <laughs> and uh, so, but the practice of it as well, uh, to, to be able to uh, be able to ask for 
the order. Let them know that, you know, after you go through the process that Rudy has just eloquently showed us, just keep practicing at asking for the order. I have almost taught people out of buying from me. Like I presented <laughs> the product, gave them the product knowledge when I got into the house. And then I asked them, you know what I said to them? I said, you wouldn't want to buy this, would you? Oh my goodness. The worst possible clothesline ever. Let's, let's trigger all of the no's. <laughs> and the lady still bought because she just felt so sorry for me at the time. But what I'm saying is that you'd be surprised on how people want to support you. People want, when you have a, a desire and a vision and you share that vision with people of what you're trying to accomplish in the world and how you're trying to do that, you'll be so surprised at how people will want to support you and want to buy from you and want to contribute to your business because they want to see you be successful because what you're wanting to contribute to the world is of value to the world. Thank you, Sharon. I appreciate those words of wisdom. We are coming down to the end of our show here and we appreciate everybody who tuned in and joined us today. Thank you so much for joining us. If you would like to contact any of these amazing business people, you can go to sovereignself.media. Their contact information is out there so you can have more conversations with how you can fine tune and pivot your business in these trying times. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 